welcome to CEF Insights, your source for closed-end fund information and education, brought to you by the Closed-End Fund Association. My name is Diane Merritt. Today we are joined by Katherine Hawkins with Oakline Advisors and Portfolio Manager for the Vertical Capital Income Fund. We're happy to have you with us today, Katherine. Hi, Diane. Happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Catherine, let's begin with Oakline's investment focus. Can you discuss the key characteristics of whole loans and investing directly in residential mortgages? Absolutely. Vertical Capital Income Fund invests primarily in the first lien, single-family, performing, and non-agency loans in the residential loan market. And what is your investment philosophy? We really like to take a big-picture approach but get into every detail on the loan. The goal of every acquisition that the fund has is that the loan will continue to perform and perform until the loan is matured or is paid off. When we look at the credit file of a loan, we're looking not only at the borrower's psycho, but the borrower's behavior pattern, such as how many mortgage payments have they paid on time? Have they owned multiple homes at once? Are there flaws in the credit? If there are any flaws in the credit, we'll dig into knowing if that was revolving debt, installment debt, medical debt, or student loans. We'll look at the pattern if they continued to pay their mortgages on time despite missing some other payments on other debt. Our job is to find and purchase loans that are going to continue to pay us each month. But as we know, sometimes extenuating circumstances arise and a borrower can no longer afford that mortgage. Therefore, we also do our own due diligence on the property or the collateral side of the loan as well. We make sure that the value is there and so that if we do have to foreclose on a property, we want to know that there's enough equity in that property that we'll be able to recoup our investment. What are the benefits and risks it presents to investors? Sure. I think the greatest benefit to this fund is its agility and its ability to respond quickly to opportunities presented by ever-changing mortgage market. The advisor is hands-on and thorough in its approach and is backed by decades of experience in every market cycle. And then the underlying assets of the fund are all first liens on homes in the United States that make up part of an $11 trillion U.S. mortgage market. As with every investment, though, there are risks. The fund will be generally correlated with the U.S. economy and housing markets. How do you see this with regard to an investor's overall position in mortgage securities? Is it more of a complement or a replacement for pooled mortgage securities? Vertical Capital Income Fund is unique and different compared to its peer group, which actually is mostly consistent of the mortgage-backed securities fund. In a mortgage security, an investor will own the right to a cash flow should every other moving part fall into place. There is no direct recourse from an MBS investor perspective if a mortgage borrower misses a payment or the loan stops performing altogether. That MBS investor doesn't know the borrower's history or even necessarily the property address. There's a complete lack of transparency. Vertical, on the other hand, acquires and wholly owns each mortgage in its portfolio. This means that we are in contact with the borrower through our servicer. We have the ability and the legal right to modify or foreclose on any certain property or loan. There is complete control, there's simplicity, and there's a transparency from an ownership position. Catherine, you managed the Vertical Capital Income Fund, ticker symbol VCIF. The fund began trading on the New York Stock Exchange after operating in an interval fund structure for several years. Did this change impact the way you managed the portfolio? Not initially did it change the way that we managed the portfolio. The way that we acquire the assets and the overall strategy remains the same. To remain competitive, though, within this new peer group on the stock exchange, what we ultimately did change was our yield targets. 
The fund announced a managed distribution plan in December of last year. Can you tell us what rate is currently being paid and how the plan works? Of course, and this is what I was referring to that has changed recently. The fund is currently paying a stated 8% annually per share. It's calculated by 8% of the previous three-month average NAV, which is the net asset value divided by 12. The purpose of the plan is to provide the fund shareholders consistent distributions from the fund, regardless of when or whether the income is earned or the capital gains are realized. What are the ramifications for the risk profile of the portfolio and its assets? Even though the distribution plan has changed, the overall strategy for the fund will remain consistent in 2021 and beyond. We'll continue purchasing performing residential mortgages on single-family homes. We'll shift our target from predominantly newly originated 30-year conventional loans, and we'll focus more on the higher-yielding assets with shorter maturities. And that's an area of the market we see a unique opportunity right now. We're basically moving from one bucket of an $11 trillion market to another bucket, and we don't believe the actual risk profile of the portfolio will suffer. The U.S. economy seems to be in a tumultuous period with the strains of the pandemic. How do you expect economic policies and fundamentals to affect your strategy and opportunity set? Yeah, it's definitely been an interesting 18 months. Um, Despite the unique challenges that both 29 and 20 held for the fund, we were able to produce nearly $7.5 million in investment income in 2019 and 2020. The effects of COVID were substantial in the industry as a whole, and I hate to continue to harp on this again, but every loan that the fund buys is fully owned in the fund and it's not securitized. We were able to treat each loan and each borrower that was affected on an individual basis. The result of this was our ability to keep every borrower in their home and still increase the net investment income in 2020 over 2019. And through the foreclosure process in the near future, We will expect that that timeline will be more lengthy than pre-pandemic, but because the values across the U.S. are still increasing, we don't expect that our ability to recover our capital investment will be affected. What is your outlook for investing in residential mortgages in the future? Well, I can't make any forward-looking statements regarding the fund's potential performance. I do think the fund is well-positioned in a very strong housing and mortgage market environment. Our assets continue to perform, and given the breadth and the scope of the mortgage industry, we think that there will always be a unique and niche opportunity for a fund that's our size. Catherine, thank you so much for taking the time to join us today. Thank you, Diane. I appreciate your time as well. And we want to thank you for tuning in to another CEF Insights podcast. For more educational content, please visit our website at www.cefa.com.